Hello and welcome to The Bum Diary. I'm Trent. And I'm Janelle. And we are coming to you live from somewhere in the middle of Montana. Montana. 10 miles east is Wyoming. 10 miles west is Idaho. So picture that. Yeah, a lot of tourists <laughs> don't even know they're in goddamn Montana when they come to West Yellowstone, <laughs> so we have to remind them. No, that is a true thing. That is a real thing. People are always like, what state are we in? I'm like, are you serious right now? I had a lady the other day come into work, and she's like, the lady at the front door was extremely rude to me. And I said, well, welcome to Montana. And she's like, what the fuck does that have to do with it? <laughs> <laughs> and then like the rest of like the whole time I was serving her table... She just kept making jokes like, well, I guess it's Montana. Like when I would mess something up, I'd be like, oh, at least you're understanding now. Oh my gosh. She really said that to me. You didn't I, You didn't tell me that. That's really funny. Yeah, I just remembered. But yeah. that response, welcome to Montana. Her face was just like, what? What? <laughs> it's kind of like that joke. So Trent and I listen to comedians sometimes when we're driving. And there was this joke about someone just shouting, that's not the point, to something that didn't even make sense, but it made them think for a second. Like, what do you mean that's not the point? So it's kind of a similar situation. So, yeah, we are, uh, we're up here in Montana. Said. Janelle, when was the last time we did the podcast? Oh, God, it's been a few weeks. Like three weeks. This, so, we sorry. Are like, it's, we're, we're like in, like, we are, we are like at max capacity. We don't have a lot of free time to do anything. No. I'm, it's funny that you say that because I'm actually texting my sister. I was texting her this morning and she's like, I thought you were dead. She's like, I haven't heard from you in so long. Yeah, I mean, we literally, Janelle works like 11 to midnight every day. So, like, Janelle gets up at 10 a.m., and then she goes to work at 11 a.m., and then Janelle gets out of work and, like, gets an hour or two of bullshit, and then she goes down and then gets back up at 11 o'clock and then goes back to work. Yeah. She does that five days in a row. Yeah. And then on our two days off, we get up at, like, 10 a.m., and we get right into the van with the boat, and we go to a river, and then we fish. We drive like four hours, get to the river, and then we're like tired as shit, but we launch the boat, we fish, and then the next day we fish again, and then we drive all the way back three or four hours, get home at like midnight, fall asleep, and then Janelle gets up, and the next day at 11 a.m., we are back at work. We are back at it. That's literally our week. Like, oh, I know. We are at work trying to unwind from work, or we're trying to rush to a river to at least fish to remember why we're in Montana. Right. I mean, really, Janelle, have we ever had any free time laying around to no. do the podcast? Honest to God, we really haven't had any free time. Um, the only free time that we have had are our days off, but we are not sticking around. We get the heck out of town. Um, and what's the, yeah. only, what's the only reason we're doing the podcast right now? Because, okay, so <clears throat> yesterday, one of my coworkers showed, thought they worked at four. They work at four today. Well, anyways, so... The owner ended up texting me, asked me to come in early, and then he came in, my coworker that wasn't there, came in later that day, and so we just swapped. So then today, he said, if you want to come in at four, and I was like, absolutely. Yeah, and now <laughs> yes, we have Yes, times like, a million. So now it's like noon on Friday, and Janelle's got to be at work in three hours, but it's like- This is super weird, though. It's like, I we had like three goddamn hours, and I was like, shit, I think we should probably do the podcast. I know. Like, this is like our first free time in weeks. Uh, we're going to get to that. We're in the middle of a crunch season. Yes. Like, this is a quick season here, guys. This is a quick season. This really has been a quick season. We're already a month in, over a month in. We're like a month and a half it's into July the season. July 24th. Um, Before yeah. we know it's going to be August. I know. God damn, shit is flying. Flying. 2020 is going by so quick. Yeah, this is wild. So uh, it's been super busy. Um, 
like Trent said, not a lot of free time. But here we are. Things have been really good. We have a lot to update you guys about. We have a lot of fly fishing adventures. Let's um, get right into it. Just random stuff. Let's do it. Uh, weekly recap. Weekly roundup. What are we calling it nowadays? Uh, weekly roundup. Re- weekly roundup. <laughs> I think that's what we're calling it. But this is like the... This is like weekly roundups. Like, plural. Weekly roundups. Weekly roundups. I don't know what you're doing over there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what she's trying to say is this is going to be the three, mm, week, this three is weeks of weekly roundup. Three week recap. All right, let's give them the rundown. You go first. What do you got? In um, so I wrote down that we've fished diff- like different rivers. So that's been that's been something fun that we've been doing. We've been trying to explore some new rivers uh, and driving a little ways to get there. But uh, it's been definitely worth it. So we've gone to Idaho. We've gone to different parts of Montana that we don't normally fish. Um, I experienced my first salmon fly hatch. So that was really cool. Uh, I know last week, I th- was it last week or two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, we were on the South Fork of the Snake. Yeah, so two weeks ago, we were on the South Fork of the Snake, and I experienced my first salmon fly hatch, which was awesome. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. It's not exactly what I expected, but it was badass. Yeah, because it's, so, it's like, uh, there's a lot of people in Montana this year. There's mm-hmm. always a lot of people in Montana. That's why we went down to the Yellowstone River on our last days off, and it was like some of the best fishing we've ever had. Oh my gosh, yes. Um, you gotta just uh, this time of year, you just gotta be happy to be on the river. Well, let's explain though to people what the salmon fly hatch is if they haven't heard about it nor fished it. Well, it's just like a giant bug, like a giant orange bug. I mean, I, I think if people don't know about the salmon fly hatch, they're not listening to our podcast and learn about the salmon fly hatch. Yeah, you know true. I, mean? I guess we have talked about it. I mean, like if people are like, no, I mean, if, if there's somebody here listening that's a that's a fly fisherman, they know what the salmon fly hatch is. They know <laughs> that it's in the whole world. It's probably ranked like there's like New Zealand mousing, and then there's like the Montana salmon fly hatch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't think there's any like what a, what are hatches more famous than the salmon fly hatch in the whole entire world? Uh, I mean, there's a big beetle hatch in Patagonia that people rave about, but I mean that that's kind of like, but it's not like salmon flies in Montana. Salmon flies are huge. It was yeah, super like funny because if you would have asked me four years ago before I started fly fishing to touch one of those bugs, I would have literally told you to yeah. Yeah, it's like a nope. dragonfly for people. I mean, it's just a giant, but there's like thousands of them. It's huge. They're super creepy bugs, but um, it was good fishing. Bugs. It was good fishing. So we have, we've got a lot of fun. The on our days off, it's awesome because we get like this is the first year like, well, because we almost like quit. Like us and the boss lady kind of got mad at each other, and then I was like, I think we talked about that on a couple podcasts ago, how mm-hmm. we were like yelling at each other, and I was like, oh, we need two days off together. That's what we're doing this season. If you can't give us two days off, so this is the first year where me and Janelle have gotten two days off together. It's kind of nice. It is super nice. And they're back to back days off, which never goddamn happened. Yeah, it's sweet. It's absolutely sweet. So, what else you got on your weekly roundup? So, aside from the salmon fly hatch, um, hopper season is upon us, and I finally figured out after four years that that is my absolute favorite time to fly fish is hopper hopper season season? oh my god by far and large that is by far my favorite my favorite uh time of the year it's hopper season and this is hoppers are hard to fish though 
See, but like they're so fun to fish. Because like you can get a big fish, but like a lot of people fish hoppers and then like hate it because they're like, well, it's just a big piece of foam and the fish like won't eat it. And it's like, well, that's because it's got to be presented perfectly. Right. Like even Janelle was finally figuring out like she's like, I, they got to float higher. They got to be moved a little bit. They got to be, I mean, it, yeah. It's more technical than people think. I mean, I think that. Uh, Some of the hardest fishing to do is correctly doing. I mean, anybody can throw a big old grasshopper looking fly in the water and float for 10 hours and get one or two dinker fish you know or get some fish but it's another thing to like throw grasshoppers and like have like the biggest fish in the river go i'm gonna i'm gonna destroy that son of a bitch right well now now it's like i figured out what patterns i like what works what doesn't and i'm not gonna lie to you so last year i think we talked about this a little bit but there was this there was this grasshopper that i'm not joking is like the length of my pinky finger and we bought it just for shits and giggles we're like let's just buy this because it's ridiculous and we threw it on a section of the Yellowstone and just absolutely crushed it. And like I said, it's not like your typical, like, I don't think anybody could just have thrown that fly, like not to even toot yeah. my own horn or anything, but I don't think people understand how it needs to be presented. And for the first time last week when we were floating, we saw a hopper on the water. So we were actually able to like observe how it swam and like what it does. It was really cool. Um, and we, and, uh, so I threw a hopper into this like log, logish area and this huge fish, this daddy brown came up. I don't even know what happened. I think I blacked out for a second because it happened so quickly. But this fish came up from the depths to take this, to take this hopper. Literally my line went and then it just snapped me off within yeah, like I seconds. Loved, I would love to see that fish. It was insane. And that, but that is the reason why I love hopper because you just can't experience anything like it. Yeah. That was so cool. No, they, and that was it. Like, we're like in the beginning of grasshopper season, so it was kind of nice. Yeah. Like, it hasn't even really started yet, but that was awesome. Um, so I wrote that down. What else you got? I wrote down work is maintaining its busyness, which is cool. Um, but I'm not really going to go into detail about that because that's kind of boring. We also, last week, we did Beartooth Pass in Montana yeah. slash Wyoming. It's a. Uh, there's like two highways in America that people rave about. It's Glacier National Park going to the Sun Road. Then there's like the million dollar drive in Colorado. Not and it's amazing how many people don't know what Beartooth Pass is. And it's like it is a thousand times better than any other road in America. Beartooth Pass is it's a wild it's a wild road. I did not think the van was gonna make it. <laughs> well, well we were hauling the boat trailer too. But so we got up and over. We did. Yeah, so Beartooth Pass, it's gorgeous. If you're ever if you're ever out in this area, highly recommend it. There's like glacier lakes and but rivers and heart. streams. It's like thirty two degrees up there snowing, hail, and like fifty mile per hour winds right now. Oh, it's no joke. Like tourists didn't believe me last night. I was like, Oh, I was on Beartooth like two days ago and it was like fucking snowing and there was like a fifty mile per hour wind and they were like, What? I was like, yeah, man, you're at like goddamn thirteen thousand feet for an hour. Yeah. It's the most nasty road in America. But beautiful. It's such a beautiful drive. Very scenic. Um, you, you don't get bored. Like, you don't get bored when you're driving because there's so much to look at. And the you don't get bored when insane. you're driving because you're like, oh my God, we're going to die. Yeah, we might. We're the van the might stop. We're going to go over this cliff. Like, this is crazy. Oh my God, the road's still going up this mountain. Like, we can't fucking turn around. Let's, let's keep going. Well, that was the biggest thing as we were climbing. Trent and I were looking at each other like, are we still climbing when right now? When we started now? the drive, I had way too many vitamins in me. Because we had just gone to the brewery 
And then like I was like, let me just smoke some vitamins. And then we started climbing. And then I like saw how high the goddamn. I mean, I like saw the corner of my eye. I was like, holy shit! I said, we still gotta go up there. I bet you we're like a mile. I bet you this is like we were like a mile up on a cliff. Like you're looking like a mile down at like little ants of cars, and you're like, oh my god, we were way down there a minute ago. Honestly, though, like I even mean, when we saw, is, even when yeah, we saw was, we're going way up there, we were still after we got up there, we were still climbing. And then we hit the insane. turn off to like get out of the car and like look for a second. It's like, OK, you were just at 5000 feet. Now you're at 10,000 feet and like you're looking down and then all of a sudden you turn around. And you're like, holy fuck. Like we still got two, three thousand feet of to go. Like the first little pull off, I thought we were done. And I'm like, oh, my God, we still have like another half an hour of climbing this mountain at 10 miles an hour with our four ways on. I mean, it was crazy. The van yeah. made it, though. It was super cool. The van made it. Did not sound good. Hey. Van's running a little rough right now. but <laughs> It's all right. She did it. Yeah, she did That's do what it. matters. E250. That's what the V8 engine's for. That's what I kept saying. Old right? Ford, man. Old right? Ford. We were definitely the oldest vehicle in that pass. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by far. By far the oldest goddamn vehicle by on that far. mountain. Um, another thing I wrote down, so obviously it's a little weird being away from the farm and leaving everything that we planted and whatnot. And obviously our chickens, which are getting so big. I don't know if you guys have ever listened to any of our other podcasts, but I have an obsession with chickens and we bought a bunch before we left and now they're huge. Thank God for Trent's mom and dad for watching them for us. Thank you guys. Shout out to you. Um, but they sent us photos the other day and everything's in blue. Like all the flowers are in bloom. The chickens are big. Um, which reminds me that when we were in Idaho, we actually ended up getting some fresh eggs, which has been super nice. Trent bought five dozen yeah, fresh eggs from this lady, lady that, like, she, many, that he she found. Had like, for, she had like uh, just eggs in her backyard. She wanted like $2 for a dozen of them. And I was like, how many do you have? Can I buy them all? <laughs> <laughs> I thought she thought I was a little crazy. But when you have fresh eggs, it's like Argentina. You don't have to put them in the fridge. They just sit on the counter for years and you can just keep eating them. So that's why I was like, fuck it. I'll take every one you got. So. I don't know about years, but <laughs> yeah. Well, I know that lady got ripped off because I would have given her like fifty bucks for all those eggs. Yeah, no, and she it's asked all- for fourteen dollars. Yeah, no, they're awesome. Um, they're all different colors, but the thing about eggs, if they're not washed right away, they will last. Like Trent's not exaggerating; they not years, but they will last for a very long time. Uh, you can just put them in your cupboard and. Yeah, I don't think they have like an outer. There was a scientist guy on that I listened to one time on a podcast. Them. Uh. Who. I don't know his name. I just remember the conversation. And he said, like, uh, the fats, like the omega fats and proteins in an egg for your brain are, like, one of the top things in the world that you can get. Um, and he said the ones that are, like, in the the, the, like the grocery store that just get fed that shit food that are white that are, like, 99 cents, He like he said, like, those things test out at, like, there's nothing in them. And then if you can like actually get like an egg where the chicken's like running around in the sunlight, eating different types of grasses and grasshoppers and stuff, like those eggs and omega ass, I, I don't know. He just, he swore by that shit. Mm-hmm. Like he swore by that shit. And ever since then, I have always been a firm believer that like if you can obtain, it's so easy because you can get on far- Facebook Marketplace right now, wherever you're at, and just type in like eggs. And there'll be some little local old lady who's selling like a dozen eggs for like $2. So and they're worth the buy. The flavor is unreal too. Well, yeah, I mean that, that all comes with it. But you can just tell, like when you like cook and see like a egg from a field, and then you like see a white egg. I mean, it's like you would like. There's certain things like you just like would not eat. You know, if you had the choice, right? Like right. If you had a McDonald's burger. I mean, yeah, because we're addicted to McDonald's. But like, let's say you're like a motherfucker who's never seen a McDonald's burger, and then you get like one of our burgers from our restaurant. 
that's like a Montana Angus burger. That's like a mile high. You 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 know you just you know what I mean? It's yeah. Like not even no brainer. You know, it's like a fucking fish seen a grasshopper. It's like I'm gonna fucking eat that shit. That shit right. looks good. Right. So, what else you got? Um, that's pretty much sums up my weekly roundups. That's all you did in three weeks, Big Bigs. I mean, no, I guess I just kind of forget about stuff. Those are like my peaks. We, the floating of the rivers was awesome. Yeah, um, just work a lot. Found a really good campsite. Oh, we are getting killed at the casinos. Oh, yeah. We're if never gambling again. Listener, I say that, long, but I'll probably yeah, gamble again. if you're again. a long-time listener, you remember how uh, Janelle had a gambling problem last summer? Oh, my God. <laughs> There's a lot of good episodes. I did not have shit. a gambling problem last summer. Uh, <laughs> we're getting murdered right now at the casinos. Yeah, we're not doing well. We're getting murdered. We'll like be up like $15, which really when you put 20 in, up no, 15 I Come on, you want to at least at double work, your money. I watch money. people cash out hundreds of dollars every night on $5 plays. I'm yes. like, you guys are so fucking lucky. Lucky. I swear to God, I am, we just like, have bad luck. I'm like, and it's like, I don't get shit. No. So we, are, we are definitely losing this year. We're losing our ass at the casino. I should have um, been my low. Anyways, keep going. Yeah. That could have been your low. All right, you ready for my list? Do you have anything else on there? Nope, that's what I have. Yeah, I got beer two pass on there. Our work, I'm not shitting you guys. It's like work, day off, work. Uh, fishing was real good. Um, Janelle rode the boat for the first time. I did. Which was nice. She's finally rowing again, uh, which is nice. She did real well. I didn't do bad, actually. Didn't do bad. Didn't hit nothing. No. <laughs> so that's good. Boat's still floating. Um... Yeah, uh, this year we are making like great money. Yeah, it's been awesome. I, all the tourists, let's just answer a question that all the tourists say. What's the first thing a tourist, what, what's the number one question you're getting asked this year, Janelle? The number one question? Has coronavirus affected your work at all? Which is so nice to get a different goddamn question other than, where the fuck are you from? What's your goddamn story? Why are you a server out here? It's yeah. just so nice to have a different question for once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, the question right now is how has coronavirus affected your goddamn business? And the answer is not at all. No. Not at all. I've talked to every shop owner in West Yellowstone, and every shop is up just so much money. I mean, this is a seasonal town, man. Like, and I think this old lady, she kind of crushed it at the table because when she was, we were talking about it, and she's like, "Well, yeah, you got to think about all these rich Americans that would normally go to Europe or Hawaii, or you know what I mean, or Ireland or something." I'm like, "Oh my God, you're exactly right. These all these rich people that normally take these exotic vacations can't leave the country, and now they're coming to Yellowstone. Oh, I haven't been here in 20 years. We normally go to Scotland, or we normally go to South Africa, or we normally go, you know what I mean? Now they're all here, and it is crazy, crazy." <laughs> That the, is true. I didn't even think about I that. I didn't either until that lady said that to me. I was like, God damn it. You might be right, lady. Like, <laughs> you might have figured something I out. I just thought it was because there's no Europeans, and I fucking hate European tippers because they're the worst tippers, man. <laughs> Europeans are the worst tippers. Um, Not all Europeans, but most. No, Definitely no, no, no. most. All Europeans are the worst tippers. <laughs> all. I've described this to people now. I actually miss the Chinese tourists because Chinese people understand, like the Chinese tourists and tour companies understand that like China's kind of gotten a bad rap in the world the last couple of years. So now, like when they when the Chinese tourists come over, they like beat it in their brain. 20%, 20%, 20%, 20%. You must tip 20%. So I, I would say in the last year or two, and I've been doing this a long time, folks, but in the last year or two, Chinese tourists, I don't care. They're awesome. They sit down. They can't speak English. They point at something in the menu. You drop the food off. They give you 20%. They don't ask for shit. Now, you get a goddamn table of Americans. 
uh, no tomatoes on this. I can't. I'm allergic. I can't eat tomatoes if you're not going to take them off. Uh, I wouldn't like onions. No, no, no onions. Oh, it's already pre-made Reuben. I just hate sauerkraut. I can't believe you won't do a Reuben without sauerkraut. Oh, oh you can't You can't do the Philly special without peppers. I hate peppers, but I want the Philly so bad. I haven't had a Philly in forever. Too right? bad. Don't be that person. Anyways, Americans are goddamn <laughs> fucking picky, man. Your kids will suck down 18 fucking Cokes while their fucking head is plugged into their goddamn cell phone, and then you get mad at them because they're <laughs> fucking not concentrating when you take away the cell phone. It's like, well, they've been playing a goddamn video game, and they, you just let them suck down eight fucking homemade root beers. God damn, people. We just went down the rabbit hole on that one. Well, we I were hate talking Americans about how right coronavirus now. has affected business. I hate business. Americans right now, too. But anyways, <laughs> let me get back to what I hate the most, okay? The European... Janelle just said some Europeans are good. No, let me tell you. Let me tell you how the American, this is how the European brain works, okay? The Europeans know they're supposed to tip, but it hurts for them to tip because in their countries, they don't tip. You don't tip in Italy. You don't tip in France. You don't tip in Germany. You don't tip in the UK. You don't tip in those countries, right? Because that's not how it works there. But they know in America, you're supposed to tip. So it hurts them. It just hurts them that they have to tip. And so their little guidebooks will say something like, oh, it's it's common to tip like 14 to 20%, right? Mm-hmm. Right, you know? Yeah, no, that's right. Like, that's what their guidebooks say. So as a European, since it hurts to tip, what is a European going to leave? The lowest the amount minimum. possible. And what they don't understand is I'm tipping Or out, less than the minimum. What they don't understand is like, so as a, as a bartender, so in our restaurant, we tip out on percentages. That's how we tip out here. If we make $200, we don't tip out on, oh, we don't tip out 10% of $200. At our restaurant, we tip out percentages, okay? So if I get a 20% tip, on all my tips, I'm tipping out 1% to this guy, 2% to this guy, 2% to this guy, 1% to this guy, 1% to this guy. So I'm tipping out 6 to 7%. So if you leave me 20%, and I took care of you. I fucking told you to go to Beartooth Pass. I told you where to fish. I told you what fly to use. I answered all your goddamn questions about my life. I told you about Key West. I told you about Argentina. I told you about my fiance. I told you that we make plenty of money, that we're not fucking just dipshit servers, yada, yada, yada. I fucking wine and dine your ass. I sold you the $50 buffalo bison steak. Fuck you guys. I did everything. And then that European goes, oh, here's your 14% minimum like the guidebook said. And then I give out 6 or 7% to my back of the house staff. I'm walking with six to seven percent i don't think they understand that that's how it fucking works so this year the money has been and i talk a lot of shit about americans at this point the boss lady has pretty much said that we can tell people to fuck off which is nice and then it's making a a lot of people are getting so pissed off how dare you you can't take the pickles off of my burger no no we can't or if you don't want that then don't order a goddamn burger get the spaghetti uh it's just too funny you know we back up i've just been rambling for like 20 minutes no it's so true it really is. I don't know. Um, it seems that people... It's weird. I don't know if it's the virus. I don't know if it's just like the people it's that are coming out because of it. The virus. It's been no, like I know, but like years. I'm just saying like in it's, general... It's like, I'm just saying in general like people... Yeah, I hate people who are like, oh, it's just, just a crazy year the virus. Like, no, it's just a crazy nah, year. It's just, you yeah. Americans, man. Your lack of understanding or even... I've, I don't know what's going on with our country, but... I don't know. The people that walk into our restaurant, like they're appalled. Like they are... Like it is, Janelle. You know, you talk for a second. Like when you tell a guy that, hey, you have to pick the onions off yourself and your burger. No, so for example, look- okay, I'll give you guys an example. So we have this one, one out of like three or four burgers on our menu. You're not allowed to change. Like it says on the menu, no substitutions or changes. Yeah, we got plain on the menu under the description we, of the burger. Up. We got this. We're the only ones, literally, in this fucking area, that work with the local butcher. 
And this local butcher has not wanted to sell us shit this year because of the COVID crisis. Everyone's selling his ass out. And boss lady is like, listen, we buy a thousand pounds of local meat every fucking week. And you're going to, you're going to like, anyways, we have this bison burger that's been like on the goddamn food network. I mean, it's one of those goddamn burgers, right? It's amazing. And it so says anyways, right on the goddamn menu. It says on the menu. Big block letters. No substitutions we, or no, Don't even changes. fucking think about it. Right. Like, I don't and know how more clear, how more clear. Every it person says, Right. And people still. Every people person still. Asks. So anyways, so the other day I had this family and this guy wanted a burger. That that burger, like I said, we have different burgers, but he wanted that burger. And he said, can I take the tomato off? And I said, sir, well, it says right there on the menu, no substitutions or changes. And he started losing his mind in front of his whole family, a grown man. He's like, what do you mean I can't? I said, sir, it says right there. I said, it's the chef's creation. I said, we get, we just get slammed with people every night. Like... Yeah, I, you know what I mean? I shouldn't even have to describe this. It says right there on the menu, no substitutions or changes. I don't know why people yeah. have to ask. If you've never no, to, it says right there. It doesn't say anywhere else on the menu except for right there. Listen, so anyways, if, you've never, if you've never been to West Yellowstone, between the hours of 6 and 9.30, it is a two-hour wait everywhere in town, even the McDonald's. I mean, it is, and people are just so fucking antsy. There's no food in the park this year. I mean, people just come out, and they're like, so, oh, I've never seen, and I, I mean, Janelle's ready to flip out on people. I'm ready to flip out on people. The boss lady has given us the green light to flip out on people. I mean, I, 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 I'm getting to the point now where, like, like I go back to what I said. That lady's like, that lady was so rude in the front, and I was like, welcome to Montana. And then she's like, can I get no pickles i'm like no ma'am she goes oh because it's montana i was like yeah just look on her face i was like yeah bitch uh well i mean i'm just i can't believe no basically i guess it's just for the amount of volume that we're doing right now and people don't understand so in yellowstone national park they normally feed about eight thousand people a night well they only have two restaurants open in the park right now so all of those eight thousand people are coming to the the entrances and we are one of the entrances of the park. And so we're feeding more people than we ever have because of the, because of the lack of options in the park. So people are just not being understanding. We have so many more to go orders. And we do have the best food in Montana. We I really mean, do have the best food. We might have some of the best food in Montana. I know there's chef Roger, who's a good buddy of ours. A little shout out. He works at like the ranch that feeds the Obamas and like the Brett Favre's of the world. His shit's probably better than ours. But uh, I mean, for the general public where you can walk in and get a goddamn meal, like I said. And a definitely for a tourist when town. When the Food Network people are out here, this is the only place they eat. I mean, it, it, and that's what I got to tell customers when they're waiting a goddamn hour for a bison burger. It's like, listen, if, shut the yeah. fuck up. You just waited for two hours to get this table. If I mean, it's, it's just a... Uh, I'm ready to flip out on people. People are just so unappreciative that they're in Yellowstone. Oh, we we were on top of Beartooth Pass, 13,000 goddamn feet. On top of Beartooth Pass, looking at glaciers, frozen lakes, 10,000-year-old snow. This family pulls up in a van, runs out of the van, grabs Janelle, goes, can you take our photo, please? They run. Janelle took a photo. They were back in the van and out of there in 35 seconds. I said, did they even like look around? All the kids were on their cell phones. The kid, their mom was like, everyone fucking smile. Put the cell phones down, picture, right back to the cell phones, run to the car, get back in the car, go. I just, man, some of these streets need to be a little bit more narrow. Some of those vans would fucking, you know what I mean? Fucking, it's wild. It's wild. Yeah. It's wild. I can't. I don't know. So. I can't imagine. I mean, it's, I don't know what's going on with this country. It's not coronavirus. I don't know what it is. I don't know. The people this year are just 
I mean, every year it gets a little bit worse, but this year, man, some people are just so mean. Yeah, we really have had like a lot of very nasty mean people. people. Man. No, go, like a, go read I've talked to Bullwinkle's Restaurant Montana TripAdvisor. Go read that shit. Is everyone is just so mean this year? That's some mean people. And just not even online, but to like in person. Like oh, I've, to your face. I've talked to a lot of my coworkers, and they have had customers screaming at them over like the littlest things, and it's just. It just makes me sad because like we're that. we're all not, trying as hard as we not can. Not everybody's like that. Not, not everybody's like that. You know. Well, what I mean? no, of course not. But we're talking about the people that are. Yeah. So it There's just a lot blows of my mind. People, there, but I'm just telling you the percentage. Okay, the percentage between amazing people and shitty people. Like ten years ago, it was like ten percent were shitty. But I mean, that percentage. I don't know. I, you got, how many tables you get a night? Fifty. How many are really hard to deal with right now? At least twenty-five percent, thirty percent. Yeah. So, anyways, um, I mean, I don't, I'm just trying to say, like, it's getting crazy out here. It's getting crazy in Yellowstone. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's a lot of bitching, <laughs> but it needs to be done. You just went on a tangent, <laughs> well, but yeah, it does. It doesn't. You know, be- maybe somebody's driving out to West Yellowstone right now, and they're and they're thinking about that, and then when they're sitting at the stoplight honking their horn, they're gonna think, okay, you know what I mean? So. Um, but yeah, it has been great money. I think when we got off of unemployment, we were like, listen, we need to make like 60% of what we made last year to justify getting off of unemployment. And then like, that was our biggest worry. And that wasn't even, that's not even a worry. I mean, I haven't had that worry since day one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Since the first night we worked at Bullwinkles this year, I have not had that goddamn worry. Yeah. So, alrighty, let's, uh, let's move on. Peak of the week. Peak of the week. Peak of the week. AKA highs of the week. All right, you go. So I wrote down, we saw, okay, so I don't know if you guys have heard about this, but there's something called the Neowise Comet that we saw. So, okay, so basically, I don't know if anybody saw these memes after, like, the whole coronavirus thing happened, and then um, everybody was joking about how, like, July, like, aliens were going to invade the Earth, yada, yada, yada. Well, anyway, so Trent and I were driving back from Idaho, and it was pretty late. It was, like, 11, 11.30, and I was, I have an obsession with the sky, so I'm always looking at the stars and whatnot, and I see this thing off in the distance, and I'm like, what in the world is that? And I look at Trent, I said, Trent, do you see that? Like, what am I seeing right now? And... I thought I was seeing like a UFO or some weird, some weird crazy thing. And um, come to find out, there's something called the Neowise Comet. And it only, the last time it was here was 6,800 years ago. And it's it was closest to Earth on the 22nd of July, but we saw it. And I didn't even know what we were looking at. And then Trent told me the next morning that it was the comet. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It was pretty crazy. It was actually very, very cool. And, and it I was kind of s- cool because we saw it by like, because we didn't know what it was. We had no idea what it was. Like a lot of people were like asking about it at work the next day, and I was like, "Man, we were driving at like one in the morning. And we saw that shit after two days of fishing, and I was like, I don't know what the fuck that is. I thought it was maybe like a plane crashing at first, but then it wasn't moving. No, it was like super duper slow. It almost yeah, it didn't look like it was moving, but it yeah. had a big tail, and it was it, it was tri- really crazy. Hmm? Tripped us out a little bit. It did, but it was it was awesome. So that was probably my high of the week, just because I've never seen anything like that i mean i've seen like shooting stars and i've seen crazy bright shooting stars but yeah. that was that was very cool that was very cool so that was my high actually yeah i forgot about that that was a good night driving yeah. back mm-hmm. 
So Neil Wise comet, look it up. It was it was awesome, and I think there was only one other person that I know of that actually saw the comet and got a really great photo of it. But uh, that I know personally. I mean, so uh, my peak of the week was the, obviously the fishing. The fishing. The fishing's been awesome this year. Um, the lows. Lows. I actually didn't write anything down for the lows. You got no lows in three weeks. I mean, I'm sure I do. I just couldn't think of any. Like nothing like stood out to me. Like this sucks. This is yeah. my low. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. What was your low? The goddamn casinos. Oh, yeah. Well, that sucks. That that should be my low. You know that should real, be my low. Do you know what's real mad at me? Because we were down to our last 20 bucks. And he was playing this dumb machine he was losing every time. I played a machine. I was at least like winning. It wanted me to win. And you know I what I mean? And I was like, let's play our last 20 bucks on my machine. Yeah. And we always play poker, but for some reason I was playing the, the slots. And I never play slots. And we lost that 20 bucks in about 30 seconds. God, that's why gambling sucks. That's why it's so bad. Yeah. That's why it's so bad. Don't do it. Don't yep, do it. So, I mean, we don't lose a lot of money. People are going to be like, oh, you guys lose thousands. We take about 100 bucks a week on our days off. We take 100 bucks and we split it up. Janelle gets 50. I get 50. You get a free, few free beers and it's just cheap fun. You sit down and you gamble the 50 bucks for an hour or so. You drink a couple free beers. Sometimes you win. Sometimes you lose. You know? Right. This year we we, keep we just lose a lot. Um, <laughs> we just never win. Yeah, but it's fun. You it know, is for fun. Fifty it's... bucks a person just sit down and just watch some little machines go around for an hour and hope you win and drink a free beer. I don't. You know what I mean? I yeah. Think, like, we're, we never bring any. We just take a hundred bucks. You know, that's all we take. Right. So sometimes we win, sometimes we don't. Entertainment. Yeah, just cheap entertainment. Right. So. All right. What's your lesson? Lesson of the week. You go first. Okay, so I was on one of my little moped shuttle rides um, and had a little epiphany. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> for, for everybody who doesn't know about our moped, we bought a moped to run shuttles. It's worked out absolutely amazing. That and has. it's so fun. I love the moped so much. I mean, it's a little inconvenient to like strap the moped to the van and then unstrap it and strap it and unstrap it and strap it and strap it and unstrap it. I mean, but it's even place. more inconvenient to have to find a hitchhiking ride. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're true. <laughs> Last year I was hitchhiking everywhere. Right. And this year, I just I can fire up the moped. Fire anyway, up the moped. Anyway, so Janelle's driving the moped. So, no, the so I was on. Of flowers. So I was on my on my moped ride back to uh, the Puddin, and I was looking at the mountains, and I was just like looking at the wildflowers as I was driving down the road, and just kind of thinking to myself that I need to like so start soaking up moments like that, like and taking advantage out of like my situ my current situation in life. Um. So it kind of taught me, like, first off, you choose your path, and the decisions you make only should matter to you as long as you're not harming anybody, I guess. I don't know where I'm going with this. Let me just rewind. <laughs> Basically, my lesson of the week is to appreciate the good moments in your life and kind of hold on to those moments because I feel like a lot of times people are, like, constantly looking forward to the next best thing or they're always, like just trying to pass the time to get to like the good moments. But I feel like you have to kind of live in every moment and take advantage of life. That's my lesson. I don't know. Nice. I feel like it's important to be present. And like, even at work, I find myself like, Oh, like only two more days, but it's like, those are two full days. Like, why am I wanting to pass those by so fast? You know, I don't know. Everybody has like a, a an expiration date to say. And I guess looking around, I was just, I don't know. I'm very appreciative of, what I have. I don't know if that's a fucking lesson. I it's guess. a lesson. I mean, I guess so. Yeah, I guess you got, you have to look at your life and put some perspective into like what you want out of it. 
And so what you're saying is everyone should go get a $500 moped where the wheels might fall off. It's completely <laughs> dangerous and just bomb that shit down. Live on the edge, on man. The if, if you die, you die. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Basically, if I would have hit a pothole and died, I would have been happy nice. <laughs> because I was looking around and I was appreciating my surroundings. Make sure you just take moments in your life to look around and to disconnect and to like embrace where you're at. Phones, I know it is. I know it's super easy to like get caught up, but at the same time, I, I, I think it's like hard. that. I mean, like that I family. Into, even I fall into the trap of being on the phone too much. But what I'm saying is, when you're on a moped driving up a river, there's no phone, no radio, no nothing. You're just kind of like, oh shit, here I am. My only objective is to drive an hour up this road. Hell yeah. Right. You know what I mean? It's pretty calming when you get shit like that. I don't think enough people, like even us on the river, you know, we don't have cell phone servers on the river. I don't think enough people like slow down. No, just, and like, like Trent said, even that family up on Beartooth Pass, it's like, he's not exaggerating when he says they literally got out, took a photo and left. It's like, they did not look, they didn't just like stop and look around well, the at the panoramic many, views. It was kind you, of weird. How many people do you see on their cell phones in their cars in Yellowstone? <clears throat> yeah, too many. It's like, man, you guys just paid thousands of dollars to get up here and you're inside of Yellowstone now. And then there's so many people like you just get in a caught in a traffic jam or something. And you just look. Mm-hmm. And it's like every single person going by. So you'll be in like in a construction zone in Yellowstone and they'll let the other side go first. So they go by you like at 20 miles an hour. I would say nine out of 10 people that are in the passenger seat are head down looking at a phone. Yeah. Nine out of 10 people. There's no cell phone services. Like, what are you doing? Right. It's like nine out of 10 people head down looking at a cell phone. Yeah. It's like crazy. It is crazy. And it's like these are like construction zones by like Old Faithful. I mean, there's like hot springs and shit going off around them. It's like head down. It is just, it's just wild, man. It's wild, but uh, that's the world we live in. So, I mean, we're not going to change it with this goddamn podcast. I'm not going to change it at all. Like, nope. You know what I mean? Nope. So, I mean, that's not our goal. No. Just to change it. I'm just, that's just what we see inside of you. That's just a report from Yellowstone National Park. <laughs> that's all it is. Yep. So, but, um, what's which your is lesson? a destination. People pay a lot of money to get here. Oh, absolutely. That's why I don't understand why they bitch so much. I'm like, you guys are here. You know what I mean? You know how much it costs to get here? Like, my family could barely afford to take me to the fucking beach, and our beach was only 30 miles away from our house. You know? Mm-hmm. That's how I was raised. And then all these people are bringing their families all the way to Yellowstone. And it's just kind of like, wow. You know? Mm-hmm. I guess that's the way I look at it. But Yeah. I just think life's too short. But anyways, that's my lesson. What's your lesson? Uh, save your goddamn money. That's a good lesson. Save your fucking money. That uh, is such a that is such a good sorry, lesson. Uh, save your fucking money. Uh, I saw something. I was reading this report. So if no one's familiar with how unemployment's working, unemployment like just pays you enough money to get groceries, pay the electricity bill, and then move the fuck on. But the government implemented the six hundred dollars extra a week, and so everybody was getting like six seven thousand dollars extra a month per person. I mean. On top of unemployment, with the $600 the government was giving you, I mean, people are now making a shit ton of money on unemployment. And then that $600 is going away. And uh, a lot of people, I saw a great article on the internet about if you would have taken 200 of that dollars out of the 600 and because that extra 600 I don't care what people are, oh, I need that 600 to live. No, you did not. Like that, that $600 that they gave you extra, when you talk about rent, when you talk about electricity when you talk about food from a store and not eating out 
that $600 was more than enough to cover your living expenses plus some. And I read an article where if you would have taken $200 out of every $600 that the government gave you extra and just put it into an envelope and said, hey, the $600 is going to run out, you would have $4,500 right now. Just yeah, from that $200 extra. So even though that four, that $600 is running out, if you still were unemployed right now because of the coronavirus, you would still be sitting on an envelope with $5,000 in it. You know? Mm-hmm. And... I mean, I don't think people understand like just a hundred dollars a week, you know, adds up just a hundred dollars a week adds up for when shit hits the fan or even like, like I've I, heard the $5 bill thing, do a tens, like save all your $10 bills, put them in a jar, don't spend them. And those will add up just any little bit yeah, or take I mean, like I a percentage of what you make and week, put it guys. away every I mean, I'm week. Not, like if you cut out a hundred dollars a week and put that into an envelope and just put it into a drawer and never counted it after like a couple months, you would get so used to it. And then there'd be a moment where you're like, let me go count how much is in that. And you'll be shocked how much is in that. I mean, I cannot stress enough how nice it is. Like me and Janelle always have an emergency fund. Yeah. Always. Always. And realistically, if you think about it, $100 a week for some people, that's like going to a restaurant for one night. Yeah. So just save your money and cook at home or eat leftovers and you save that $100 like that. And it adds up so quickly. I mean, I'm talking a fund you do not ever touch. Like me and Janelle, we have an emergency bank account fund. There's right. a certain amount of money in there. We have not touched that shit in four years. Shout out to Dave Ramsey for that. Well, I mean, it is a Dave Ramsey thing, but I mean, it's <laughs> no, just it is, like but it but it makes sense. No, and like our Everybody emergency fund is one. huge. I mean, and there's a we have a huge bank account with a bank account card that we have not touched in four years. It's huge, mm-hmm. like huge, and I mean, it's like we have not touched that shit in ten years. Yeah, or not ten years, but three years. Right. I mean, we have not touched that. I mean. I don't, and then when I read this article about how everyone's freaking out about the six hundred dollars in it, the guy was just like, "Man, two hundred dollars, you would have fucking five thousand bucks right now. That's a great little nest fund, you know." And then you're still getting your regular unemployment plus the five thousand. Oh man, I I just wish I hope a lot of people did that shit because that six hundred bucks is gonna run out. Save your money. So I really, I mean, I just think people really need to understand. Like, I don't know. Is there any? Is this pandemic's proven anything? It's probably that cash is king, right? Yeah. Like cash is king. I mean, it's just the importance of saving. You know like what I mean? Not even necessarily like cash is king, but just but like a saving your money. Like it's very it's smart because a lot of people got screwed because they either lost their jobs or I think that's a lot of what happened is a lot of people lost their jobs. And so um, I think and they didn't have a savings to like cover to, whatever emergency expenses came up. We're talking to younger people. Our podcast is heavily listened by younger people who are into industry like us. Mm-hmm. I remember working one job. I'll never forget that we were working one job and me and Janelle were driving the early 92 Ford Explorer and we pulled up in that Explorer and the kid was getting out of his charger and he was like, yeah, man, look, I just got my new charger. He goes, when are you going to upgrade your goddamn car? And I get, and that kid's the kid on Facebook who's like, oh my God, I need the $600, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, dude, you got a brand new goddamn charger you're paying money on. Me and Janelle are driving a 92 Ford Explorer. Yeah. Like I could buy that charger from him in cash right now. You know what I mean? It's like, but I'm not. I just, I think people really need to realize, like, like they're, like, coronavirus cases are going to get worse as the world population gets heavier. People travel more. It's going to, there are going to be more pandemics coming. Like, you know what I mean? There's always been a pandemic Ebola, H1N1, swine flu, coronavirus. There's always been pandemics and viruses that are new in this world. And now it just kind of makes you wonder, like, is this going to be the new normal going forward? And if it is, like, you're going to, like, fuck. Hopefully life changes are made. I don't care if it's a Democrat or a Republican. Do you trust the goddamn government to help you out? Yeah, no. 
I'm just, you know what I mean? I don't right. care who's in office. I, 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 if I was you guys, I would, I, fuck. You, you gotta, gotta be self-reliant. I never want to, well, personally, I mean, other people are different, but I don't want to rely on anybody for anything when it comes to my life or. Yeah. And that's why we got off unemployment. Yeah. That's why we went to West Yellowstone to work. And I know there are some people out there who have so many health issues who are like, I can't work in coronavirus. Like it really would kill me. It's like, but I mean, I've had seven heart attacks. Like I am hugely at risk, but I hate to say it. We play a goddamn game called be alive as in a human. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And when you're playing that goddamn video game, it's like, hey, I need a building block, and that building block is money. I right. hate to say it, but that's just the world. That's the way the world we live in, whether you like it or not. Yeah. You know. For what sure. do you think about that? No, I agree with you. I mean, 100%. I'm not. I'm not saying our system's perfect by any means. It's not what I'm trying to say. I'm just trying to say like it's the game that we live in. Yeah. And one person, especially a dude. With a cheap little podcast setup, it's not gonna change the world. So I'm just saying, let's. Uh, <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast, if I can get your shit, get out. That's always been my motto. Yeah. So what else you got? Uh, GSDL. Uh, I just wrote down like figure out our next fly fishing destination. Obviously, work is just a thing in our lives. We have to get that shit done, get through the season. But I'm not even gonna bring that up anymore. I don't think. Um. So no, we're gonna figure out our next fly fish- fishing destination. Well, we gotta on, clean out the van from last week. Hold on, so. you're going way too fast. Why? What's the get shit done list? That's the GSDs. The get shit done list. Yes. For new, I mean, we got new people every time we do. Yeah, this true. Shit. So the get shit done list. It's like what's coming up, but we're gonna do it a little bit differently. We're gonna do like a. What's coming up in the future in case we disappear for another three weeks? Right. So anyways, you know, back to what you were saying. So basically, I just, I, every week, Trent and I have been going on different, different mini trips um, to different destinations to fly fish and just enjoy and decompress. So uh, that's, that's on our agenda. We're going to figure out where we're going next. We have lots of options, which is awesome about being out West. I guess you have options anywhere you are, but. um. But in Montana, I mean, you can drive in two hours in any direction. And be in like a totally new scene. Yeah. Um, when she says scene, I mean like new valley, new type of fish, new type of river. I mean, it's, it's amazing. It it's, is like a, the first time somebody described Yellowstone to me was it, it's like a adult playground. Yeah. So that's on, that's on the agenda. Um, what about you? Um, well, yeah, the get, the get shit done week. No, I mean like what's our next couple, couple of weeks looking like? I mean, basically, we're just working and trying to figure out but we have what our next move is because we have, we have to be home on the twentieth. Yep. So was, here, let me let me help Janelle out, okay? It's July twenty fourth, okay? How much longer do you think we're gonna be working in Yellowstone? After July twenty fourth, uh, probably three four weeks. Yeah, it's gonna go quick, guys. We're not staying for the long haul this year. Right. We don't really know what's going to happen. Uh, it's pretty up in the air at this point. We have a wedding to be home for at the end of August. We Last year, I think we worked a little bit through September, and then but, so it got So we're not cold. sure what we're going to do. It kind of seems like we're only going to be working a couple more weeks. We got my brother's wedding. Janelle's sister is going to pop out a baby, and then it's going to be damn near September, and then we think we might just take September off and fish around Montana. Um, but we're not sure. But we're not sure. We're not sure, but the next couple weeks are going to get interesting. So it's going to be work hard for the next two, three weeks. So we might be disappearing again. So we're just going to keep working hard, stacking the money, and then um, wedding, baby, and then who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I don't see us working here throughout the fall. Yeah, I don't know. I don't either, but we'll see what happens. I think we want to do a little road trip. I think so, too. I don't think Argentina is going to open up this year. 
I'm not thinking so. I don't think international travel is really going to be on our agenda. No. So we're going to make the most of, like everybody else, we're going to make the most of traveling within our own country, which will be cool, um, through the, with the van. So, Which is nice. It is nice. Plenty it will to be see nice. This country. But uh, what else do you have? Or is that it for today? That's pretty much it, man. All right, guys. Yeah, so that's the recap. Basically, we're just working a lot, trying to fly fish as much as possible. Uh, sorry for being MIA so much. We're just, like I said, super busy, but we're getting around to it. Um, have more fly fishing adventures to come ahead, and obviously, we will keep you guys posted on those. And once we're done with work, shit will get more regular again. Oh, for sure. Like for once, sure. Like, once like this work season's over, but like we're like in a work season. It's just like the Florida Keys, guys. Like well, this is like, like. <clears throat> It's weird because everyone's like, why do you guys take two to three months off? And it's like, you should listen to the podcast because when we're working, it's seven days a week. We do not have a weekend because our, week, our fishing trips are stressful. And a lot of times we may not have service. So it's not like we're really sitting on our phones. But um, Yeah, I mean, it's it's amazing. It's like work, 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 work. And then it's like forced fishing trip, forced fishing trip, get back, fucking dead tired, double, work, 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 work. Yeah. There's like it is just fucking balls to the wall right now. Which is what I love, but it's it's not like we get like we never get holiday time. We never get an extended weekend. And we never really have a weekend. So it's just kinda like it's kinda like you never have time to like in like it's just West Yellowstone. So when you go outside it's like town is busy as shit. I mean it's just kinda it's crazy. It is crazy. So when we're in the middle of a season, especially July and August, there ain't much time to do anything but work. So but that's what we do it. That's why we're doing it. All right, guys. Nope, that's pretty much it. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, Look forward to next week's plus podcast. (laughs) Not sure when we'll be back on. Hopefully next week, but um, if not, we'll talk to you later. All right, bye bye. Ciao for now.